thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let's just begin to thank the Lord. Indeed, the Lord has been faithful. The Lord has been faithful. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Your faithfulness that extends to all generations. Your love that endures forever. Thank you, Father, because we come before you this morning with thanksgiving, with a heart of praise, a heart of rejoicing. Thank you, Father, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that you have given unto us. Father God, we come before you with a heart of worship. Yes, Lord, for indeed the Lord is good and your love endures forever. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your showers of blessings that you are poured upon. Your daily showers of blessings. Father God, thank you for the privilege. Indeed, we are the sheep of your pastures. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be called sons and daughters of the Most High God. God of heaven, we say thank you. Thank you, Father. The Bible says that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. And so, Lord, we give you praise. We come before you with a heart of rejoicing. With a heart of thanksgiving. Father God, we magnify your name. We thank you. We shout for joy for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness in your life. Thank you, Lord, because you shower us with blessings. Thank you, Lord, you lead us through the pastures. Thank you, Lord, for the strength. Thank you, Lord, for the authority that you have placed upon our lips. Thank you for the word of God that we hear daily. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege we wake up in the morning and we lift up our hands and we praise you. We praise you. Thank you, Lord, that we can breathe. Thank you, Lord, that we can see. Thank you, Lord, that we can declare your praise in the land of the living. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for your loving kindness. Indeed, the Lord is good. Thank you, Lord, because you are good. There is none like you. There is none beside you. The everlasting Father, the ancient of days, the soon and coming King. We just worship you. We worship you this morning. We say thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your presence. Lord, we exalt you. We say be thou exalted, O Lord, in our midst. We give you glory and praise and adoration. Thank you, Father, for this morning in which you are in our midst. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Now, I mean, we have thanked God. Let's say uh, Psalm 133. I will read from verse 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Verse 2. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hammon descending upon the mountains of, of, of the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing life forevermore. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want us to begin to thank God because our dwelling together today and in this week, 
God has commanded his blessings. So let's begin to pray and thank God for the blessings he has commanded for us in this week and even today that starts from today. And the Bible says it is like the precious oil. We want to pray that, Lord, let your oil run, let it run, let it flow over everyone in this meeting today and in this week. Father, let your oil run, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God Almighty, our grand gathering together today, O oh God, is unto you, the maker of heaven and earth. We pray, Lord, let your oil run down, let your raw oil run down in the name of Jesus over everyone, over every heart. Let your oil run down. Oh God Almighty, over everyone that will step into this place in the name of Jesus, Almighty and everlasting Father, we pray, oh Lord, let your dew, the dew from heaven, let it descend upon today's service. Let it descend upon today's service. In this week, we ask for the dew of heaven. We have for the dew of heaven in the name of Jesus upon today's service. Let it flow, let it flow, let it descend, let it descend upon everyone, oh God, that as many as we step into this place, oh Lord, none of us will go back empty handed. Father, the Bible says, for there the Lord commanded the blessing. Lord, the spiritual blessing, the physical blessing, Lord, that you are prepared for today, O Lord. We pray to not bypass every one of us, O God, as we are here, O Lord. Lord God Almighty, we begin to proclaim your blessing, blessing of healing. Lord, Lord God Almighty, that you have commanded, we proclaim your blessing, blessing, O God Almighty, of fruit of the womb. We proclaim it, O Lord. Pray blessing, O God Almighty, of regeneration, deliverance. We proclaim your blessing, O God Almighty, of upon today's service, upon this week, oh God, because you commanded your blessing into the gathering of your people. We are your people. We are gathered unto you. Lord, we proclaim your blessing, blessing of regeneration, restoration. Let it come upon us. Let it come upon us. Blessing of revival, Lord. We proclaim it, oh God, because you commanded your blessing. Lord Almighty, as you commanded your blessing, we command it upon everyone that we enter into this place. We command your blessing, blessing of revival, 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 a fresh oil, O God. We pray, Lord, your blessing. Let it come upon everyone, O God. A fresh oil of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Blessing of grace, O God. Lord Almighty, much grace, O God. Let it abound unto everyone. We command your blessing. Just as the Bible says, O God, you commanded your blessing. We proclaim your blessing upon today's meeting. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For garment of praise, O God. Rather than garment of heaviness, let garment of heaviness be removed, O God. We proclaim your blessing, oh God Almighty, as we are proclaim it unto this being, unto our gathering in the name of Jesus, right from today, oh God, the blessing of the Lord we proclaim it, we proclaim it spiritual blessing, spiritual blessing, we proclaim it upon every soul, upon every heart in the name of Jesus, physical blessing we proclaim it, oh God, even just as you send, oh God, the ready to, to feed Elijah, Lord God Almighty that is a physical blessing, we Lord God Almighty, in the name of Jesus that our lives will be revived, we will be revived, we will be revived in the name of Jesus. Lord Almighty, we command your blessing unto this gathering, O God, that none will go back the same in the name of Jesus. Heavenly King of glory, our heart look unto you. We look unto heaven where our help comes. Send your help, send your help, send your help. Lord Almighty, in the name of Jesus, that none will go back the same. Our lives, O God Almighty, will not remain the same. Lord Almighty, that when the people of the Lord will saw them in Antioch, they said this one have been with Jesus Christ, Lord Almighty, that when we will step out of here, oh God, people will know they will see in us that we have been with you because, Lord, you command your blessing upon this gathering. We are your people, Lord. We pray, Lord Almighty, release your blessing as you have commanded, oh God, even unto this meeting in the name of Jesus. In this 
week, oh God, as many as we come from far and near, Lord God Almighty, we pray, Lord God Almighty, let heavens be open, let heavens be open, let heavens be open, let heavens be open, in the name of Jesus, you are the Almighty, you are the King of kings, let heaven be open unto us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we look unto you, Lord, the mighty one of Israel, let your name alone be glorified, because we are here unto you, our heart is open to receive from you, our heart is open, Lord God Almighty, to receive from you, Lord God Almighty, feed us, oh God, with the bread of life, with the bread of life, with the bread of life, in the name of Jesus, let the fresh oil, oh God, the oil of gladness be poured upon us, oh God, the oil of ease, let it be poured upon us, oh God, almighty and everlasting Father, let the oil of ease, oh God, be poured upon us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, you are the almighty, we lift you high, we exalt you in today's meeting, we lift you high above every imagination in today's meeting, Lord God Almighty, that your name alone will be glorified, your name alone will be glorified, no flesh will be glorified, in the name of Jesus, you are the almighty, you are the almighty, you are our God, you are our Savior, that in this meeting, you will save, oh God, in this meeting, you will reveal, oh God, unto us, you will open our eyes of understanding, our hearts of understanding, to understand the scriptures, to know what the, the, the Spirit is saying to the church in this season, open our ears, open our hearts, to know what the Spirit is saying to the church in this season, thank you, Almighty Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now you want to turn with me to the book of Leviticus chapter 6. We want to read from number 11. In fact, let me take number 13. I will also read First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Leviticus chapter 6, verse 13. Remember the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. Did you have that? Oh, 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 oh. Do I have witness in the house? It says, remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. Now watch this. It must never go out. Now in the New Testament, your body is the temple or is the altar on which God carries out his transactions. Now every time we come into the presence of God, we receive a fresh impartation of grace. Now, so you want to pray that God, just as you descended upon Mount Zion in the form of smoke and in fire, let your fire rest upon us. Rekindle our passion. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. The Bible says the fire, the fire shouldn't go down. Come on. Can I hear somebody praying? Oh God. Thank you Holy Spirit. Oh God. Thank you for your word that brings insight and revelation. Oh God. According to Leviticus chapter 6 verse number 13. You said oh God. The fire at the altar should not go down. Every morning the priest to bring in fresh wood, oh God, to rekindle the fire. This morning, uh, we have gathered at the mount of the Lord, at the altar of the Lord. We are asking for fresh fire to descend from heaven, oh God. According to Exodus 19 verse 18, oh God, the word of the Lord says, oh God, the Lord descend 
descended, the Lord descended upon Mount Zion and covered it in the form of smoke, O God. When your fire descended, we are asking this morning, O God, that all flesh will behold the glory of your presence and that we will hear the voice and we will receive an impartation, a rejuvenation. O God, a fresh grace from heaven. So we are asking, rend the heavens and let the fire Oh, are you lifting up your voice to pray? Let the fire on the altar of your life, your zeal, your love, your passion, oh, your commitment for God, let it be renewed by a fresh release of fire. Father, you said the gathering of the people shall be unto you. You have summoned us, O God. From the altar to the entrance, O God. From the gallery to every area of this house, O God. Let the fire, let the smoke of God. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord this morning. Let's keep on clapping, shouting, praising, jumping to the ceiling. Hallelujah. Shouting, shouting. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. God is good to me. I don't know about you. God is good to me. God is good. Start clapping, praising, shouting, singing for joy. Lord, we thank you for this morning. God is about to do something this morning. Keep on celebrating, celebrating. I see the sky. It's full of abundant grace and blessing coming upon you. God has selected you this morning to do something new, to do something new in your life. Lord, we thank you. If I were you, I would clap. Keep on clapping. Keep on clapping. Keep on clapping. Clapping, 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 shouting. Shouting, shouting, shouting. Lord, we exalt your God. We magnify your name. The service says, clap your hands, all you nations, all peoples. Shout to God with cries of joy. Shout. Hallelujah. Is the Lord Most High. God is awesome in this place this morning. He's the great King over all the earth. He subdued nations under us and people under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us. We are the pride of Jacob, whom he loved. God has ascended and missed your shout. If I were you, I would shout again. Hallelujah! The Lord has missed the trumpet. If I were you, I would play the organ. Hallelujah! Amen! Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to God, sing praises. For God is the most high. He's the king of all the earth. Sing to him psalms of praise. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on this holy throne. Hallelujah. The nobles and the nations assemble as the people of God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belongs to God. He is greatly exalted. I see God greatly exalted in this meeting this morning. I see God glorified in your life this morning. I see God doing a new thing in your life. He said, Behold, 
old. I do a new thing. Can you not see it? Can you not perceive it? God is doing a new thing. Abundant blessing is coming upon these people. The Lord is giving you a mighty key this morning. I want you in the spirit to begin to open that door. Doors will never be shut against you anymore. Doors will never be shut against you anymore. Because you have the key to open to any door. Are you trusting God for a job? God has done it again. God has done it again. Is there a burden in your heart? God is losing that burden in the name of Jesus. He's doing a new thing. He's a week of grace. Hallelujah. So with this great grace of God upon your life, let's open the service this morning. As we lift up our right, our right hand to God and we read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Hallelujah. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you, and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. 
The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
to praise Jesus. I want you to exalt him with your voice. His kingdom can never cease to reign. Other people come in at the eternal end, but Jesus' eternal never ends. He's the creator of the whole world and he continues to reign and reign and reign and reign and reign and reign. That is why he's dependable. That is why he's all powerful. So praise the glory will forever belong to your Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We have to lift up our voice to worship you, Lord. We're still deserving of it. You are great and greatly to be
up your voice and let's just worship God this morning. Father, we exalt and magnify your name. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Give God praise this morning. We thank you, Jesus. Be thou exalted, O God. Be thou exalted, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Our God and our King, we thank you so much for grace. We thank you for the manifestation of your word. We thank you for the manifestation of your power that is at work among us and within us. We thank you for the glory that has been revealed. We thank you for the glory to come. For what will become of us is yet to be revealed. We give you the praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. amen. Turn to someone beside you and welcome them in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. very welcome. I can say that I'm happy to be back home. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it has been a very interesting time. I left you Last week, mommy and I, to go for our crusade in Republic of Ireland. And I want to say that we had great time in Ireland. It was great. <laughs> we had an opportunity to go to a place called Kasuba in Mayo County. We haven't been to that side of Ireland ever since we've been traveling to Ireland. By the way, Ireland is a very beautiful country. I need to tell you that. I need to tell you that. Beautiful, peaceful, serene. (laughs) Some of you go to um, uh, holiday all over the world, but you have not even explored England is going to the Republic of Ireland. But I tell you, if you want to rest, I would recommend Republic of Ireland. The, the play, that countryside that is beautiful. And we had an opportunity to be with them in Mayo County. But God moved in an unprecedented way. Because you will agree with me that <clears throat> our journey for the end of this year started in August when we had the Holy Ghost Convention and God, you know, 
centered our hearts into Joel 2 28. And then God opened the heavens and then prophetic began to flow and revelations. But you know, I left you on Thursday morning with my Prime Minister, Liz Truss, on the seat, only to hear on Friday that she resigned, which is, which is strange. In this meeting, I'm going to play to you the prophetic that God spoke about her for two reasons. And when we have combined service, I will do a proper journey of the journey of United Kingdom in this season. And then I'll use that to help you understand how prophetic works and operates. So that when you are given a prophecy, you will not miss it. Nobody in this country will have been able to remove this trust. Unless you resigned. I wish that um, our government would begin to listen to, to ministers who are God's prophets rather than mediums. And I will make every effort to talk to every one of them. Visit them, talk to them, show them evidences so that they begin to listen to the church. For a long time... Our government have listened to mediums, our television stations have listened to mediums, because the church has been very silent. But in this season, it's a different season we are on earth, where the church is no more silent, but speaking God's voice. And we who speak God's voice have come to a place that we must make it known to our press that God is speaking. And I will show you the... A piece of the of the prophetic, but I'm putting together a complete journey <clears throat> that will show the progressive prophecies for us to be able to know, of course, that what God said happened. But for us to be able to know what will take place there, what will take place there, what will take place there, because Bible says the sacred things belong to God, and things revealed belong to us, and so we'll be able to go through it. And that will help us to know what to pray, how to pray, and stuff like that. But this is what has inspired me to now begin to teach you about born of God. Because in that prophecy, I said, I stood there and I saw a scroll here. I said, look at the prophetic calendar of Britain. I could read just a part of it. Can I say that uh, those of you who are on the, on the um, TriCaster, record the whole of my service from opening to end. Don't stop along it. Just record everything because that's a miss on prophecies. You understand? And I don't want anything God would do in his service to be missed because this is a sensitive period on earth that... Holy Spirit can just intercept a meeting and do some strange stuff which must be recorded. But what, what inspired me to begin to teach you on Born of God is this. When I saw that prophetic calendar, I said, but you are prophetic people. You can see. You can hear. Look at it. You can read it. So, 
If I say that, because the Bible says that. And when I was saying that, I wondered, why can't you see it? It's so vivid. Then I began to investigate from God. What should I teach you? Then the Lord referred me to teach you about the things that hinder sight of God's children. The things that hinder the hearing of God's children. Which we will look at detail of it. And you will begin to, you know, do things that the Bible says. So that your sight can become sharp. And when God reveals things like that, I will see a portion. You will see another portion. But let me say this to you, all of you. Between now and the December ending, God will reveal things to you. And in different faces. You didn't say amen. That's what's going to happen here. You cannot be under the barrage of an unction and don't function. You will function. You will. But lend me your heart. Not your ears, but your heart. So we're looking at born of God. <clears throat> the last time I was in your midst, I wanted to remember some few things I spoke about. Prophetic is so, is so great. Very, very great. On this trip in Kasuba, you know, because I've never been to Kasuba before, it's easy to operate in prophetic and read the mind of God or read the life of Kasuba in prophetic. When you have knowledge of something, it hinders your spiritual knowledge. You know, when you're operating prophetic, because you can't tell whether it's what you have known you are talking about. But when you don't know, and you enter into a city, and then, or you will see a people, you can easily move by prophetic and begin to read their life. And God, as I mounted the pulpit in Kasuba, God opened to me the book of Kasuba, years ancient. And I began to tell them what I saw. We had, you know, Irish, Irish there. We have African Irish there. And we have Africans from all manners of Africa. And we have some other people from maybe Caribbean, stuff like that. But the Irish Irish were marveled. Because everything that God was showing me, that is this region. <clears throat> what took place hundreds of years ago is in their history what God showed me. And I was reading it. They were marveled because even those who are who know who who were Africans who came to Ireland told me that there are some of the things that they have had in the history of Kasuba, but there are other things they have never had, which was confirmed by those who are the real Irish Irish. You know, when God moves like that, you don't need to push people to accept Jesus. They just they just know it. People were celebrating; they were so rejoicing, and some were in tears. Because of the revelation that God was given. You will get there. Born of God. I began by saying to you, who are those who are sons of God? Who are born of God? John, 13, John 1, 12 and 13. Yet to all who received them, to those who believe in his name, God gave the right or power whichever one you are reading, to become children of God, or sons of God, or heirs of God. I explained that, I think it's the last Sunday I was with you. I was with you last Sunday, yeah, that's it. Children born not of natural descent, or human decision, or husband's will, but born of God. 
So, I congratulate you. Every one of you who accepted Jesus Christ. You are born of God. Uh, 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 uh. I will go back to the headquarters. New Cross people don't treat me like this, you know. <laughs> when I ask them questions, they answer me. This is cathedral. They said, well, okay. You are born of God. Because everyone who accepts Jesus as their Lord and Savior, the Bible says, according to God's testament, you are born of God. And God says, for you to understand this, that it was your birth is not by you know, collaboration of some people or decisions for some people. It's not because some people approved of you. It's because God just decided to burn you. You know, you could not say Jesus is Lord if, the, if God was not behind it. Because the Bible said the Holy Spirit will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and judgment. It is the Holy Spirit who convicted you and I, and we decided to accept Jesus. He didn't accept Jesus for us, we decided to. But he's the one who convicted us so that we can recognize that, no, we need someone here. We need to be saved. All right? That's number one. So anybody born again is born of God. And those who are born again are those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Now, what is the benefit of salvation then? We know the first benefit is that you are now a child of God. Isn't it? Come on now, isn't it? We are going to talk together. That's why I came down from that height. I don't want to be far from you. You know, when I stand over there, it makes me look that I am far away from you. You know, Jesus was in the midst of his disciples. Amen. So, we recognize that we are born of God. We may not feel so, you know. And some of us may feel, have some feelings when we were saved. Like cry, 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 whip, whip, whip. Some of us, our eyes are just dry when we give our life to Jesus. Isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, if I ask how many of you cried here, you'll be shocked. Only few cried. But others, it's because we have various emotions. But because Sister Mary cried and Brother Jackson did not cry, it doesn't mean that Sister Mary is more born again than Brother Jackson. The fact that you believe in your heart, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you confess with your mouth, you are my Lord, save me Jesus. And that's it. And I'm saying this because this is the premise of everything. You must understand this very, very well. You don't feel born again. You are born again because of confession. And a relationship starts by that. A relationship starts. So, benefits that you have is, first of all, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It says, and we know that in all things God works together for the good of those who love Him, who have been called by His purpose. God will begin to work for you. You know, one of the questions that was asked uh, during Apostles' question time yesterday in Kasuba is this. Someone says that when I was, when I was just... Uh, when I was just a new convert, I used to see vision. My dreams change. I used to see things <coughs> before they happen. Get me my drink, please. <coughs> I used to see things before they happen. He said, but now, I don't see dreams like that anymore. I don't see visions like that anymore. He said, Apostle, can you explain? <laughs> you know what we see. 
If you have, if you have gone through childbearing, if you have not, you have seen one. When you have a young baby in the house, every concentration is on that baby. New baby arrival in this marriage, everybody, that baby will be carried by everything, including flies, too, who fly about the place. You understand me now? The moment that baby is about one and a half, and another baby is on the way, you know, I think your concept begins to change about this baby, because you are preparing for the other baby. The moment the other baby comes in, I think you begin to reduce how you treat the first baby, because you have to pamper the other baby, and you see a quarrel in the house, isn't it? And this other baby is feeling that, you know, you are neglecting me. And then, sometimes those babies who are the older ones, they will just poke the small baby. That, Why are you taking my love away from me? <coughs> Isn't it? And some of that baby will be, you know, carrying that other baby like their own doll. A baby came here and said that the, her junior sister, who is a smaller baby, is a dolly. He said, mommy brought the doll home. I'm going to tell her that this is not a doll. Eh, no, no, it was, it was uh, with, uh, when I went to name Dick and Jason's baby, that, you know, one of the girls in the church said that. A small girl. And said, no, this is not a dolly. This is a human being like you, is it? Is it? Yes. And the moment they grow older, at five, another baby comes in. And I think the concentration you give to the new baby is different from what you give to the five-year-old. Because you expect a five-year-old to take care of himself, to go to the toilet by himself and all stuff like that. That is God too for you. You see, when we are young in God, He does everything for us. Because He knows we are young. I told you the other time, before you pray, you cry, heaven will answer quick. Because you are a newborn baby. But when you begin to grow in God, God expects you now to be acquainted with the regulations of the kingdom. So he begins to soft pedal gradually so that you will begin to develop yourself. That is not that God neglected you. He only wanted you to grow. Because if, if anybody treats you, an adult, as they treat babies, they want to put your pamper and put on you. Will you like it? You wouldn't like it really. So, he will not do that for you. He will allow you to do things that you can do. Why? He will do what you cannot do. And then he will allow you, he will tease you like, a, you know, getting a child to, to, from crawling to, to taking four steps. Come on, get up, get up, get up. And part of what he gives you are trials to test your faith. They will get it now. So, but however the case may be, it benefits of a child of God. Everything will work in conformity with the will of God for your life. Whether you are young or you are old. For we know that in all things God is working together for those and who are called according to His purpose. But look at Ephesians chapter 3, you know, chapter 1. Ephesians 1.11 This is benefit that you have. Anything you are going through, whether it looks good or bad, it will end up in testimony. That is the word of God. 
He says, in him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. So let me tell you this. If you are going through now, understand that everyone also is going through something. Don't think that your trial or what your, your test of faith is so unique. Uh, why me? It is all of us in it. Because you will never graduate being tested until you die. This world is filled with many things. You just saw what happened to Liz Truss. <coughs> I can tell you this. That British Britain has just missed it again. I can tell you this. That the will of God is for Liz Truss to, to, to be there until next year. I can tell you this. Regardless of what they profess, they are saying, check it out. They will come back to do the things that she was given. I can tell you this. That Lestros resigned because she does not have understanding of what God is saying. And she just dashed destiny. And I can tell you, if you are a member of conservative party... I'm sorry you would not like to hear what I want to say, but this is what is, is true. Removing that woman has just slaughtered conservatism for 10 years. You will not see that of day. Because when you kick against what God has ordained, you pay a dear price. The next person is coming in, I don't know who he may be, but I welcome him into a bumpy ride. A terrible time that is facing Great Britain from this month... The month of October. We started in September. Until the month of October next year. And I welcome him to a great turbulence that will hold, blow in this nation. From 2003 August to 2003 October. He will feel like quitting if he has not quitted before the time. I can tell you. But I say this to you. You will always have issues in life. But if you are a child of God, everything will work according to the purpose of God and the counsel of His will. Somebody say, Amen. Yeah. It's going to be rocky in England, but I'm not going to rock. You wouldn't rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When God judged Egypt, there was a place called Goshen that judgment can never reach. The judgment of God will spare Goshen. I said that in this season you will be spared. <laughs> when people are saying now oh, it is tough, you'll be wondering what is tough. This was going to happen. The reason why our country went to this situation, when I play the tape to you, you will see it, you will remember it. Therefore, everything will work well for me and for you. Look at Romans chapter 8. Verse 29, another benefit is that you are created by God to become like Jesus. It says, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So you and Jesus are brothers. Can you see that? Excuse me. I say you and Jesus Christ, you are brothers. 
Someone say, what about our sister? Yeah, you are sister. <laughs> Amen. Either it's you. <laughs> but you know, the fact is that God doesn't see gender. He calls you hairs. Joint hair with the son. So which means, anything that God will do for Jesus, he will do for you. That's what it means. I want to, so we, I want to see these things. These are simple things in the Bible, but they are the truth. You are a Christian. Do you know what that means? Christ Ian. <laughs> Amen. So you derive your name from your brother, your senior brother, Jesus the Christ, which is the Messiah. So you two are Christ Christian after the order of Christ. So, there is a pre-program of God that you must be like Christ before you die. And this is the issue we are going to look at today. If God pre-programmed you that you must become like Christ now that you are in the kingdom, you understand me then that that is the reason why you come to church. So that you can be educated or be programmed in the way of Christ. So that your thinking will change and become like Jesus. So that your action will change and become like Jesus. Everything that Jesus did, you can do it. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't worry what your age is. Whatever age you are, whatever creed you belong, whatever culture or gender you belong, male or female. <clears throat> I have to make myself clear when I talk about gender. Born male or born female. Now, let me help you know this now. It does not matter your color or your race. If you are a child of God, you are created to become like Jesus. Now, you and I are in the race of becoming the walking Jesus that Britain can see. If you go to church and the church does not equip you to become like Jesus... Both you and the church is failure. You are failures. Now, let me just take you to this very briefly. Look at the book of Ephesians chapter, chapter uh, 4 verse, verse 7. Let's see this. Practically. 4 verse 7. I'm talking about you, who you are. It says, but to each one of us grace has been given. As Christ apportioned it. You believe that? Say amen. amen. So say to me. Say, say to me, <clears throat> to me, grace has been given as Jesus apportioned it. Good. The day you are born again, instant grace manifests in you. Okay? It's a portion to you. Understand the word portion. You have a dose of grace given to you by virtue of the fact that you are born again. Okay, but understand, you may not manifest it now because you are just young in the Lord. So, if grace is given you automatically, it means that anybody who is a Christian should be looking for a place where that grace can be nurtured. You don't just go to church. You don't just go to church because, oh, they do deliverance there or they, 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 they promise miracle there. No, 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 no. You are supposed to become the miracle that people can see in your society and know that Christianity is real. It's not fake. By developing the grace inside you, God said, the Bible says Jesus gave grace to everybody who is born again. Everybody who is born again. 
Let me say this to you. A child born, grown here. And everybody saw this child running about the place. He doesn't know left from right. And suddenly he became the chief justice of the country. Or became the minister of justice. Or became the minister of external affairs and stuff like that. What happened? When that child was a baby, that is when the grace was given to the child. But for the child to become what he had become, is because somebody cared to nurture that grace. Every education that the child went through is an impact in the grace. They are not showing the grace, but they didn't know the end of the grace. Until this child grew one day, and he went into law. And, you know, every, many people go into law. But something happened to this child, and he stood out in law because of his nurture. Those who nurtured him. And then he becomes a judge. And then it becomes the chief justice. So are you and I. That when you give your life to Jesus. That is a grace. Nobody comes to the kingdom without the grace. Are we together now? Okay let's look at the. You know the manifestations. Or the, the different graces that God has given. Verse 11. It says to one. Verse 11, please. It was he who gave some to be prophets. So, that is prophetic grace. And some to another, evangelist, apostle, prophet, evangelist, and some pastors, and some teachers. You know, some people have been so, um, you know, confused about this. They, they believe that if you're an apostle, then you are senior to everybody. That's a lie. A pastor who pastors a church and feed them, feed the sheep, he will give back to apostle, prophet, teacher, and evangelist under him. And he's a pastor. He's a pastor. None of this grace makes you any superior. <coughs> because you come out from pastoring. Don't worry, this man has been speaking for eight weeks. I would mean now. So that's why my voice is... He's trying to revolt, and I will force him. As long as he lives, he will speak. I am a speaker of the house of God. Some speak in parliament. All the time, hey, no, I don't talk that. <laughs> Come on, I'm dealing with lives of people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whether my voice like it or not, he has to speak. Now, so, if we look at everyone here, everyone belongs to either pastoral or evangelist or prophet or apostle or teacher. And who knows some of you? You may belong to more than one. But certainly there is a grace in you within those chambers of office. So the duty of the church then is to develop that grace in you. That's what we do in Christ with Tabernacle. Look at the next verse. It says, Why? To prepare God's people for work of service. So, any one of you who are now matured in the grace, and you are now a minister in the grace, that is where we ordain you. Because we see the manifestation of prophetic in you, you can speak and it will be so. You know, prophetic, every one of you in Christ with Tabernacle know what a prophet is. And it has been demonstrated through me. I gave you prophecy about nation, I gave you name of people, and I gave you the destiny, and it is so. 
If I said to you that God told me that this person is going to win, it doesn't matter whether in the ranking is the least, he will win. That is prophetic. God said to you in August, by next month, just a week time, Britain will start a, 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 you know, a journey and said many things about the journey. When God said to me that, that they, it should be a bumpy ride. Did you not hear them say, use that word, bumpy ride? They are not using it. They were not in CFT church when God said, we're going to have a bumpy ride. But the politicians are saying it, that we have a bumpy ride. I wonder, when I saw them, I said, hey, you hold your mouth. <laughs> Here's a bumpy ride. So who told you? But you know, it is the Holy Spirit who told me. That's all them. Put the word in their mouth so that we who had the Holy Spirit can know that the Holy Spirit is accurate. Are you with me now? <clears throat> if somebody rides among you and is doing that, then he's a, he's a prophet. He's a prophet. Someone asked me the question on this trip that, you know, that, that minister read my book on my encounters with Jesus and his holy angels. And he's so pregnant of questions. Come on, ask me many questions. So, one of the questions, one of the questions that he asked me, how, how, how do you know you're a prophet? I said, this is so straightforward. Numbers chapter 12 verse 6. If there is a prophet among you, I reveal to him by vision, open vision, and by dreams. So have you ever seen open vision? Prophet is not somebody who prophesies. A person who prophesies is within the prophetic ministry, but he's not a prophet. Somebody like to go out to the streets to witness for so is within the evangelistic ministry. He's not yet an evangelist. Because the one who is the evangelist is the minister in the evangelistic ministry. The same thing pastoral, the same thing teaching, the same thing apostolic. You cannot be, you cannot carry those words as a title until you manifest fully in that area. What does it profit you? They make they call you prophet, prophet, prophet Joel, and you can't even do nothing. You can't say anything. We can't. You just come and be saying that peace be unto you, peace be, be peace be unto you, peace be unto you. No, 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 prophet. We know that is peace unto us, but tell us what will happen. <laughs> tell us what will happen. Or begin to tell them that um, ah, somebody is sitting on your glory. You know that kind of thing. Someone told me before, <laughs> recently, a person who, has, who I've known for a long time, he said, oh, big brother, how are you? I said, I'm fine. He said, he called me big brother. He said, he said, what's up now? What's going on around you? And I began to tell him what God is doing among us. He said, you mean all these things happen in Christ with Tabernacle? I said, yeah. Our crusade, these things happen in our crusade? I said, yeah. He said, but we don't hear about this. I said, where are you? You're in the U.S.? For God's sake, I'm in England. He said, oh brother, oh brother, they are sitting on your glory. (laughs) He said, they are sitting on your glory. So I paused, and I was looking at the one they didn't sit on his glory. (laughs) I was talking to me. (laughs) Oh my God. I said, "Ah, bro. Just forget about that. I will talk to you later. <laughs> oh, la, la. Oh, la, la. <laughs> so listen to me, therefore. You are called into one of these ministries. And why? It says, 
When you become a minister, your duty is to prepare God's people for the work of service. So, what the ministers in this church do is to equip you so that you can serve God with your gifts. That's all. Whether you are a lawyer, you are a doctor, you are a nurse, you are an administrator, you are a computer scientist, you are what they call them again, employment officer, HR, you know, there are new, new names they are calling them now, beautiful names. HR, His Royal Highness. It's not HRH. HR, 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 H. Good. So you need HR. You see, all these courses they are doing, you must make sure you use those skills to serve Jesus. Do you know how? A lawyer should use his law skill to help the poor without charging them. Why then God will open doors for you to get money from the big boys? If you do what I'm telling you, you'll see how easy it is to prosper. A medical doctor will treat somebody who is, who is, you know, poor. Give him so much care and treatment and don't charge him. Because when you do that, God will open doors for big boys. You know, those big guys, they are very, very sick. Isn't it? Oh yeah, you want to know sickness. Sickness that lawyer, uh, doctors don't have name for is over there among the top guys. You charge them. So, what am I saying? Every profession you have is to service of God. You do that, your business, your career, your position in office, you will see what God will do for you. So, the church is to equip you not to be self-centered or selfish. Everything you have, you want real money, serve God with your finance. Help the poor somewhere. There are some people who can, who can send their children to school. Look for them, find them out. You don't have to pay all the school fees. But if you have more than enough, pay it. Don't discriminate when God sends poor around you. And continue to say that, am I the only one? Are you not lucky or fortunate that you are the only one? That people can, you can help them. After all, when I help them, they don't come to say thank you. Thank what? How many times did you say thank you to God? You breathe all the time, you thank Him for it. You just go out and come in sometimes, say, God, how are you? And then you sleep. And He still takes care of you. Excuse me. The church is to equip you for the work of service. I don't have spiritual gift. You have something. That which you have, serve humanity with your heart. Because you are doing for them what Jesus would have done for them. With the mind that if Jesus was me, this is what he would have done. And you do it. And then you will see how, whether Jesus will not give you the spiritual one. He will give it to you, man. He will increase you in the spiritual one. Because it is the mindset of such that can draw virtue from God. A selfless heart and mind. A heart that truly loves God and His creatures. That is why you can draw unction from God. You can all manifest everything in the Bible. But your frame of mind, to become like Jesus, your frame of mind must conform with the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 16. We all have the mind of Christ. 
That should be, you must repattern your mindset to that of Christ. Listen to me, therefore. I'm talking about benefits of sons of God, that all things will work for you. So, therefore, it further went to say, the gift is to prepare God's people, go to the next verse, so that the body, to prepare God's people for the works of service, so that the body of Christ be built up, yes, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, so that every Christian will know Jesus, not demons. They will know Jesus, not prosperity. They will know Jesus. If you know Jesus, every other thing will be added. You know, when I go into the nations and I meet ministers, I always have, you know, some contentious. Some statement I make to them, which is you are used to it, very contentious, you know. How can you tell someone that a Christian needs deliverance? Deliverance from who? You want to deliver the Holy Spirit out of him? The guy is a Christian. He just accepts Jesus. And Holy Spirit enters into the body. So what do you want to cast out from him? The Holy Spirit? No, he doesn't need deliverance. He needs teaching. He needs to know what he used to be, that now he's no more. He needs to know that if a man is in Christ Jesus, it's a new creation. It doesn't matter what you feel in your body. Your feeling is a lie if the Bible is contrary to your feeling. The Bible says no weapon for the against you now will prosper. But it has prospered before, but now it cannot prosper. If anybody then tries to weapon you, then tell that weapon you cannot prosper. Finish. Instead of loading it with people came from the world of fear when everybody is running crazy. They came to the church to look for a God and only to be told by someone that you are welcome to the world of terror. From fear to terror. Terrifying them. Telling them a fly a fly has power. A fly a fly landed on your head. Ah, they shot you arrow. Which arrow? <clears throat> Which arrow? Then shoot them back. You need to let people know the power that lives inside them now that they are born again. And you need to let them know the lifestyle that you must live for that power to manifest. It's so simple. It's so simple. Someone says that I'm a failure. We failure. If you are living and you are breathing, you are not a failure. You only need someone who can help you do something, tell you, direct you to what to do. Three years of your life from nothing, you'll be amazed at what you will become. I was talking to a doctor. I said, somebody have bipolar disease. I said, bipolar what? He said, bipolar disease. I said, so what is bipolar? Uh, he had the mood can go down, the mood can go up. I said, that person doesn't have a problem. He only needs to be taught the word of God. Bipolar disease. He should go to North Pole and then he will be a polar dog. Bipolar disease. The bipolar, they gave it a big name. The person has a problem with mind. Yes? So, begin to train the mind of bipolar. He will come to one polar. <laughs> he will live by and become one. You know, there are some, some, some diseases, they just tell you the name, you'll be scared to death. You don't know what it means, you know? But when doctor says that you have bipolar disease, ah, bipolar, this 
is, this is, this is a serious name. It's nothing. It is nothing. But, oh, he has a psychiatric issue. Nonsense. Well, he may have psychiatric issue. The reason is because that the word of God is not in the guy. Pump him with the word of God and word of faith. You will discover psychiatry will go back to the mad people. What do you mean by that? I'm sorry, can you heal, doctor? Can you heal this psychotic problem? No, we can just maintain it. You don't need maintenance. Push the word of God into that person. You will see a new brand, a brand new person. The word of God will chase out every, every stuff in their brain. Instead of making them pity themselves. Huh? Oh, we are trying to help you. Don't help him. The Bible says you would know the truth and the truth. Which, do I say that you, you didn't see well? If you see bipolar, well, that's good. You saw that. If you see uh, any other psychiatry, yeah, it is correct. That's your analysis. But there is a place where those things don't, don't, don't affect people. Or those things don't have place or ground. It is in the place of the word of the living God. Everybody who has bipolar come to Christ with tabernacle. Give me two months of your life. You look for your body, it's gone. It is gone. Any psychiatrist in you. Ah, I was in Togo. A madman charged at us. Mad for 40 years. I mean mad. That's more than bipolar. Really mad man. He lives in the tomb from the age of four. Never wash his mouth for 40 years. His hair were rasta. He was wearing rag. Half naked. That man, I did not pray my intestine out to get him here. I said, kneel down. He fell down. Put my hands on that head. Command the spirit to come out of him. Graze him up. He came to sanity. I will follow that man of Galilee. In this country, New Cross, a man was brought to my meeting in, in Austin's church. We chained him in his legs. He came in spitting like that. Huh? What did they say? He was a Cambridge University law graduate with LLB star. Distinction. First class, they gave him star. But somebody cursed him. His mother, his stepmother, told him that I will see how you will work with that. that that's your brain that you went to Cambridge. Because you went to Cambridge, you are puffing. And spoke, and that was it. Everything Cambridge disappeared. When he sits down, he will be seeing things working on the wall. Those of you who were with me on that day will remember that, isn't it? Pastor David, you guys were there. I said, go and bring him. They told me that he's violent. I said, bring him. When they brought him from one white garment church, he had chain. In England, they changed, handcuffed, put chain. And the guy was coming. I said, just bring him here. Sit down here. He sat there. <laughs> when Jesus landed upon my head, I, called, I commanded the spirit out of him. The man was set free. Lose his chain. Who oh, he be bothered? Lose his chain. They lose his chain. Let me tell you. He told me now because he's now come to sanity. It's not long prayer. It is the authority that comes with the word. Yes, sir. 
We didn't conduct deliverance from him. I cast demon out of him. I didn't conduct deliverance. I don't know. I'm not a conductor. I don't know how to conduct it. Let me tell you something. He told me then, when he's now back to his mind, he said, I've been trying to do my bar, but when I read, I see some spirits walking on the wall. Where's your house? He said, it's in, it's, uh, um, what do you call this, the broccoli. I said, okay, I will come to your house. Okay? I just said that for him to be confident. Okay? He went home. I went in the evening because she said it's in the night. He sees those spirits walking. I said, start reading. Ah, he said, Pastor, before you came, they were walking on. I said, don't worry. You now I'm here. Read and let me see the stupid spirit <laughs> that we come and walk. He read till 3 a.m. No spirit walked on the air. I said, did you see that now? And I began to tell him the new life that he had because I led him to Christ. I began to tell him, now you are different from when you walked to my church with chains. Now you don't need chain anymore because you, the, nothing breaks the chain. The spirits have gone. This is who you are in Christ. This is who you are in Christ. He is one of the most successful lawyers in London today. He's in practice. He's in practice. So what I'm teaching you is not something without evidence. It is real evidence, real evidence, real evidence. You will know the truth, and the truth will, you know will set you free. Freedom doesn't come by deliverance. It comes by somebody accepting Jesus as his Lord and Savior and recognizing who God is in him. Teaching him to arise in the power that is inside him. Use the power, not enslave them. They, people don't come to church to be, to be, to be enslaved. By Christians. Come on now. The benefits you have when you are born of God. Whew. Let me take you to my conclusion. It's not the end. This week will be serious. The Lord has spoken to us that every day from tomorrow will be prophetic. It's not that God will be speaking. He will speak through your lips too. I say He will speak through your lips too. Hallelujah. Is anyone here who is a Mr. Perfect? No, but God. But is anyone here who, who has been cleansed by the blood of the Lamb? Yes, we are. And if you are cleansed by the blood of the land, the Bible says, therefore there is what? No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For in Christ Jesus, the law of spirit of life set me free from the law that condemned me, sin and death. So now, as a seal, what else you do so that you can operate this power of God in you? Among the things I've been speaking, you can conclude that it's something to do with your mind, isn't it? It's something to do with your mind. Someone says to you, you're a useless man. What they're trying to do is to pollute your human mind so that you will not be able to think right. And if you believe their statement, you begin to behave useless, you know? Not because their statement has power over you, but if you let your mind believe that. Oh, I, I know that quite a lot about, you know, a, a number of women or some women are victims of bad husbands, you know. 
You know, last Sunday I had to pray for them in, in, in New Cross. I don't know whether I did that here. Huh? That we, all these men that are bad husbands and their wife come to CFT. Lord, deal with them. Arrest them, Lord. They should see an angel might just grab them until they repent. Are you with me now? I've met women in marriage counseling who are so much gifted. But because their husband's mouth was used by Satan, to always tell those women that you are a useless woman, and yet they didn't, they didn't divorce the useless woman. Are you with me now? And so, because they have said that, and those women have so much confidence and trust. You know, women trust their dads, and so when they have husbands, they trust their husband. And a vibrant woman who should be a star became like a dummy. Because somebody kept on telling her, she's useless. Let me tell you, there is nothing the devil can do to you if he did not get your mind. It does not matter what people say to you. What matters is what do you say. When Jesus met Bartimaeus, he was blind. Jesus asked from Bartimaeus, what do you want from a blind man? You have to understand that what people say about you have no credence over you. What you say about yourself is what matters to your life. That is what should drive your life. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If I fail in one thing, I do another thing. If I fail in that, I look for something. There will be one thing I will pass in. I can't read book. I will learn work. I told those guys, you know, in a, in a, in a castle bar, Apostle Williams, you, they, they want to know who is Apostle Williams. I read Lance Savina Mapping Sciences, good in highway design and construction, engineering and construction. When anything I learned, I learned it like Bible. Then I went to the school to go and do broadcasting, because the Lord told me. Then I went to join Bricklayers and did Bricklaying. When I went to Bricklayer School, I was a graduate for many years. I practiced, did a number of projects in England. Boss. Then I went to Bricklaying. And I have Bricklaying. I told them, you're a Christian. You, you don't, book don't enter your head. Then Bricklay will enter your head. That if you cannot understand book, you can't understand book, do something with your hand. You will understand that. Some people are not programmed to know intellectual stuff. You are programmed to, to use your hand. Use it. Look for something you can use your hand. When I did Brooklyn, because of Nigeria, I saw many graduates who are jobless. And I thought, what can I help these people do? Let me, let me go and do Brooklyn. I can teach them. I can teach you Brooklyn in two weeks. The rest of it is just reading books of Brooklyn, and then you, you perfect it. Two weeks is enough. Even if it's too long. Are you with me now? So I went to do Brooklyn because I want to help people. But let me see. If you are full of the Spirit of God, and you are a bricklayer. Job will come. Job will come. You know, if I don't get job as a bricklayer, I come to your fence. You are a rich man. I just say, hear me, hear me, fence. Collapse. <laughs> and I put my card on your fence. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, what I'm saying to you is this. Don't be intimidated by what you are. Be proud of what you are. But do it with your heart. Are you with me now? Anything that you are, 
Do it with your heart. Don't allow anyone to tell you that you are nobody. You are somebody. You are somebody. The economy of England is not complete in the exclusion of any workman. Whether you are cleaning floor, you are part of the economy. But clean it well so that when you clean, they know that it's different from every cleaner. I would mean now. If it is reading you want to read, read it well. So that when you're reading, people will know you that you're a good reader. Not read today, sleep tomorrow, snore the next day. It shouldn't be your portion. And so therefore, the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1. I will stop just verse 1 and verse 2. Look at what it says in verse 1. Shall we read it together, please? Therefore, yes. Come on now, born again. Wow. So now that you are born again, God is in you. All grace on earth is inside your belly. You carry God in your belly and His holy God. Offer this body as a living sacrifice. Consider the one who lives in you. And don't drag him to the place of sin anymore. Holy and acceptable. And he said, this is your reasonable work, act of worship. Amen. You cannot do what the world do any longer. You must be very careful. Because in your body is the Holy One. Is it not fair? It's not a, is it not a fair deal? Someone came to you and said, I can help you. And he really can help you. He said, let me. And he said, okay, come in. And he came in. Then treat him well. As a Christian, treat him well. You see, all your old anger, throw it away. One of them asked me, Apostle Williams, what can we do? You saw angels, you saw Jesus, you've been to heaven. <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you this, this question was asked me. That will shock you. <laughs> the man said to me that, the Lord has taken you to heaven several times. Why did he allow you to, become, to, to see believing? If you have been to heaven, why should you be alive? Yeah, yeah, he said that if you are taking me to heaven, what am I doing in this world? I should just die and go. You know, that's a, that's a very interesting question, isn't it? Though it's very logical. The fact is that because you went to Dubai and come back to England, does it mean you should die? <laughs> you went to Caribbean Island for holiday and you went to the... Boris Johnson just came from holiday in a fantastic... Uh, uh, when he had that uh, presidency, uh, prime minister, if he's available, he packed up his, his holiday. He came back to contest, isn't it? So I told him that, you see, the reason why God did not take me because of you. Because who will tell you what I saw if I'm the man? Who will help you understand that you also can experience it? I said, because there are still many souls to save. There are still many Christians to be strengthened. Because if you go to the world of Christian, I see it different to you, a member. I see it different. The way I see it, my heart bleeds for masses who are going to places every Sunday only to be lighter. My heart bleeds. Because I'm helpless in what I can do for them. Are you with me now? If God will permit me, and he will not, I will just do, all of them will be vanished from the earth. All false prophets, false teachers, they will just disappear. 
Because you see, innocent people suffering in the hands of molesters, deceivers. But I can't do anything about it. So, my answer is, then he asks another question. What can we do for us to be able to see and have these encounters? He said, I know one. I know one. <laughs> he said, in your book, you said this. And I ask you, what can someone do that will offend you and you'll be angry? I said to him that if you walk contrary to God's will, I'll be angry with you. He said, that's exactly what you wrote in your book, isn't it? I said, yes. Then he said, now tell me, what can I do to experience God? I told him so simple. Friendship with God. Befriend him. You know, some of us don't understand to befriend God. If you are a friend of someone, you will not want to do anything that will hurt your friend. Is that not correct? Especially if your friend is a highly placed person, you know, well respected. Because of him, you will isolate yourself from some relationship that can soil your integrity because of that friend. It's so precious to you. So, any relationship that can make that friend not like you, you will dump it. Whether it's husband, whether it's wife, whether it's children, whether it's friends, you dump it. Did Jesus not say that if your right eye will make you sin, God it out. Your left eye will make you sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter heaven maimed without hand and legs than to go to hell with the whole body. That is the highest esteem of relationship that God wants you to have with Him. And when you condition your mind like that, come on now, look at He will show you. He will speak to you. Are we together? God loves you. You need to know that. But how much do you love him? That depends on how much you act and behave. And the last verse says, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be ye what? Transformed by the of your mind. Then you will be able to and <laughs> Amen. Amen. You see that what I'm saying is true? Do not conform any longer to the pattern, not to the world, but to the pattern of this world. The way they behave in this world. You know, people in this world, they love enemy. If there's no enemy, they will just create enemy. Look at the way she looked at me. This is what she meant. Are you God? Do you know her heart? Maybe she's even thinking good of you, but the expression of the face looks... uh... Oh, yes! If you look at my face to tell what my mind is, you will, you will miss it seriously. Because many times I'm with you and I'm thinking about something God revealed to me and my face is frowning. Bitter. We're just coming in the car now. I was driving. I was driving down here. And I, I, I put, you know, driving. I put my hand like this, my left hand. And I was driving with my right hand. And then suddenly my wife kicked my hand off. You know, you know, people believe that when you do this, it's a bad sign, isn't it? And you know what happened is that as I was driving, I was thinking of the congregation I left. I was saying, Lord, I wish that the, the heart of everybody that came to church today really understand what I'm telling them. That's what I was saying in my heart. Um, mommy, hit my hand up. <laughs> God forgive her. As far as she's concerned, 
What should my husband be thinking? <laughs> she forgot that I'm a human being. And I told her my thoughts. Oh, she said. I thought, when you do your hand like this, why should you do that? I was thinking. I just finished preaching to people. I wish I can open their heart and put what I said. <laughs> I was telling God, I, I hope they understood. Help them, please. So if you look at somebody's face and the way the eyes is and say that this person looked at me anyhow. And then you to use your eye, roll it and that kind of stuff. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> God will deliver you from the optician. When you begin to roll your eye. <laughs> the way they... or, or else somebody will just become an enemy to somebody. Somebody greets you. Mm. I mean, you imagine, somebody greeted you, and you did that, and Jesus was there. And he saw you. And after you have done that, you're going to go to uh, Father in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Can you imagine? So what is it? Be at peace with all men, and be holy. Without holiness, no man shall see God. Forgive people who hurt you. There are some people you may not be able to be friends with them, but forgive them too. Forgive them. It doesn't mean you should be friends with somebody. If you know that relationship with somebody will crush your life or get you into things you do not want to be, then savor the relationship, but still love the people. That's the kind of life that Jesus taught us to live. And I tell you sincerely, if you can tune your mind to this vision, you will see. Voice of God, you will hear clearly. Nightmare will nourish your, your bed or your house. When you sleep, you sleep in peace. You will not be living in fear, a life of fear. Oh, somebody is hunting me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I went to Nigeria. They were saying that, oh, a person like your status, you must have guards. See, we got your eyes did not see. There are so many. Look at them. Look at them. And they were looking. They can't find them. I said, yeah. <laughs> Wash your face and see. The Bible says, more are those who are on our side than those who are against us. If I didn't eat rubbish, I didn't, I didn't go and take their wife somewhere and lie to people. I didn't dupe them. So who is looking to kill me? That person loses sense. If somebody just said that it's a possibility I want to kill, he loses his sense. Because if there is no if there is no no fire, there is no smoke. So I'm free to go about. Oh, they, they are they are kidnapping them. I'm not part in the book of kidnapping, my name is not there. They couldn't find Alfred Williams. So how can they look for me? And if anyone one of them make a mistake, I had a friend when they came to arrest him, he said, Let fire come down. They will see that happen in their matter. Your heart and mind. This is the battlefield for God. And this is what God wants to have. And the same thing the devil wants to control. So we agree today that we are not going to give our heart and mind to any thoughts that come from the pit of hell any longer. Somebody say amen to that. We will not give our soul to the devil. We will not give our thoughts to the devil. Anytime evil thought comes to your mind, you say, the Lord rebuke you. In the name of Jesus, I command you, you fast me out of my mind. And you begin to think good. I of people of yourself 
And the practice of this, you will just see one day that you'll be sitting down and an angel will appear to you. You will see the angel, you will talk with the angel. This these beings of God are always with us. Even look at here, everywhere. They are there. They are there. They are there. But your mind construct is what will bring you to the place of sight. Now, before I pray with you, let's play that tape. Can I say that I, I sent you another one on your presentation? On your, on, your, on your presentation because I saw that the one that they played in New Cross did not have conclusion. It didn't have outro. And I sent you another one that has outro. I hope you guys have queued it. It's in your presentation. Can you wave your hands to me if you have? Alright then. And you get your closing sequence in that. Alright, let's listen to this and put on the audio. Let me and others hear the audio. I want to listen to this prophecy very attentively. This is what happened in our service on the 28th, Sunday 28th. Yes, August. Begin to pray for the United Kingdom. The prophetic journey of this land has been revealed. Lift up your voice and give God praise for this one. Hola. Prate bolondes cabracatasa. Hola. I want you to open your ear in the spirit because you can hear what God is saying. In my United Kingdom, the prophetic journey has been revealed. Where are you singing? Brata basha brakalata itoba. You are prophetic people. You have prophetic eyes and ears. Yeah, you must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. For a new journey will begin in England in the month of September. But I had by the Spirit of the Lord. As soon as she was planted, she was uprooted. Though the nation will go through turbulence and deeper turbulence as we go into the month of August next year. But next month of August next year to the month of October shall see a blowing of a mighty wind that will cause shafts to be sealed from the seed. And as we transit over the October next year, by the grace of God, that of course, the storm will be so severe that the heart of people will fail them. But when we transit over October next year, it is like a, sea, a ship that has been sailing in the sea without any sight of land. And suddenly, when we got to October, we see a glimpse of a hill that is built full of lights. And then a struggle will begin between the two major parties on who will switch the light on. 
But the one that God has ordained to lead this nation after this season will emerge in a knowledge that transcends human understanding. I have told you before the time that the person was appointed, years before his appointment, that he was going to be a flag bearer for the nation. Things must go tougher and terribly tough before we shall see the light of day. The reason why we will see the light of day from October next year is because of the saints of God. Many will suffer terribly as this, this ship is sailing from this month of September. It's, it's, it's a terrible time coming upon the whole nation because of godlessness. But however, remember the Lord had told you in this house, and I have warned you so strongly, that in this season, no playing games with God. Because it is not only the nation of United Kingdom that God is shaking. There is something you should be startled about. If you look at the map of the world, and you look at the map, the size of Britain, you should be questioning, how could this tiny island rule the whole world? If the world was aware how small they were, would they have succumbed to their rulership? But all these things are from God, who had ordained things before they began. Because this nation has become godless, I'm talking about United Kingdom, and we have sold the God of the Bible for nothing, and we have invited devil, and we have invited all foreign gods to come and domain over us. The way God is expressing his anger is making things so terribly difficult. And they will soon say it is not the war of Ukraine that is causing the financial stress. Of course, the war of Ukraine has a little effect. But the real cause of the stress that we are going through now, it is because our nation became godless. And so the vengeance of God is upon the nation. And so expect a very bumpy ride. But for you, I told you, and as I said it before, he that dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Though mountains be removed and the hills be shifted to the ocean, the Bible says there is a river, a river of God, the flow of which shall make man happy. It is the dwelling place of the Most High God. Though the nations rage and the people plot evil against the Lord and against his anointed, but he that sits in heaven shall laugh at them. For the plan and divine order of God cannot be overthrown by men. And God is not sleeping, never does he sleep nor slumber. But the shaking that you are going to be seeing... Amen. I think something is wrong with the uh, download there. But we'll look into it, into the prophetic detail uh, on, when we have our, our uh, single service. But I want you to know this, that though this nation is crashing, there is a place of hope for you. Amen. Because if God said, as soon as she's planted, she's uprooted, and it was so, uh, what God said about you is so too. But you remember that in this prophecy, when God said that, I interceded for her that no Lord that should not be. 
And if Liz Truss had not resigned, nobody could have removed her. But you see that she succumbed to the pre- after say, just a day before she said, "I'm a fighter. I'm not a quitter." That's the real distrust. Something took place overnight. Influence of the devil over our nation. A person who said boldly, "I'm a I'm a fighter. I'm not a quitter," cannot change her mind. Something took place, which is contrary to the will of God, and she just handed over. But however, when a roller coaster that will crash, and that problem might take place, so that the one that will that God said will will take over, will be able to take over, but not during this period till October. I want Kisama to hear, not during this time till October. Don't call for any election because anybody who comes in within now and October next year will go down the drain. That's what will happen. But if she, if, if Labour Party can, can can be okay, just follow what is going on. Anytime from October, God will give some revelations to Kistama, and that is the next life bearer of United Kingdom. I can say this now publicly because I've been telling you for years about this. But you see, more than that, what you have just seen there will happen to you. I say it will happen to you. Because to download from heaven and speak to mortal men is the right of everyone who believes in Jesus. And you believe in Jesus and is the right of everyone who is under the prophetic cloud. You are under prophetic cloud in this house. And so because of that, the prophetic utterance from heaven will rest upon you. Shall we stand upon our feet, please? Lift up your voice and thank God for yourself. Thank God for yourself. You are living in such a significant time by God. When God is revealing himself, especially among, this you, among you in this house, thank God for the privilege he has given to you. The Bible says in the days of famine, my people will enjoy plenty. Just give God praise. Give God praise. Thank God for yourself. Thank God for yourself. Thank God for yourself. Oh Lord, my King. Pray now that Lord grant me the spirit of insight. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, that scroll, prophetic calendar of this, this nation, that God will allow you to read part of it. You will be able to see part of it. And we'll bring all these things together, it will form a whole strip of revelation. Tell the Lord, Father, Father, Father. The spirit of wisdom, insight, knowledge, understanding, and the fear of God. Oh Lord my God. Thank you Jesus. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. You know, I don't know whether I should pray for England. Because they just missed it. But I can pray for the church. Because what has taken place has taken place. They have to now suffer consequences. As God was telling us. But I can pray for the church. We can pray for the church. That Lord, in this rocky boat of United Kingdom, this trip that we are into now, when all these things are happening, protect your people. Tell the Lord, as you have said, let your people fly on the wings of eagle. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. We pray for all Christians all over this nation. Lord, we pray thee. In this very season, O oh God, that we have gone the way we have gone. 
have mercy on your saints on, on this, in this nation. Father, we pray that this season will cause your people to seek your face. So that we will not play games with God anymore. But we will seek God, the living God. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That this season, oh God, we will find you. And your protection shall be over your people in this country. You will make a distinction of your people. You will cause your church to, to mount a wing like eagle. Father, you will use this time to bring a revival to our land. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, robe us with power and majesty. Thank you, Father, because it's done. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord strengthen you. May grace of God be lavished over you. I say the grace of God be lavished over you. May your heart and mind be strengthened. May your heart and mind be strengthened. May the Lord cause your spirit to be lifted high. In the name of the Lord of hosts, may the hand of the Lord come upon you to do unto will and to prosper. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Cloud of confusion over England, abate in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are God of mercy. Because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the mercy of God, lighten the yoke upon the United Kingdom. We cannot stop them from going through the course that you have set before them. But in this season, let many hearts in UK be turned to you. In this season, let your church in the UK be strengthened. Let the heart of your people turn towards seeking you. We bless you, Lord, as you continue to unfold visions and revelations of this world. We give you the praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Please take your seats in the heavenly places. I'm going to leave now for a while. But let me tell you that, yes, that when God revealed these prophecies, God showed here the calendar of, the prophetic calendar of UK and then Nigeria followed. And then Sierra Leone. Uh, I told you what God permitted me to see in UK, in Nigeria, and in Sierra Leone. Mark those things. They will happen speedily. It has started to happen, but you will see those things happen speedily. But I will make sure that I get those prophecies, including the previous prophecies God has been speaking about these nations across the globe. You know why? Because it will help us to know what to pray for each of those nations. When we have prophetic from God, which is very distinct and accurate, then we can now begin to intercede that the will of God within the prophecy will come to pass. And God help me. I will, if God speaks anything about, you know, personalities in those nations or rulers in those nations, I will endeavor to get through to them and discuss with them so that they will not, um, you know, I wish I had done that with Listros before this time. Even I myself did not think, I didn't know that it would happen quick. I knew that God said as soon as she's planted, she'll be uprooted. But I didn't know that it's something that will happen within a few days. 
You know, one will still think that you, they will allow her to rule for a month, two months, three months, but this caught every one of us unawares. And so, we will endeavor to make sure that we reach those authorities and put the prophets in their hand and advise them, you know, what God's will is, so that we will not have such a disaster anymore in our nation. God bless you all. Put your hands together for the Lord. Who is who has been assigned to take our offering? Pastor Debbie, you are going to take our offering. It's woman of your destiny. Now, what Pastor Debbie is preparing, let me share this with you. What is happening from tomorrow? Women of what? My oh my. Women in the kingdom. I want to tell you this, beloved. Make every effort not to miss this convention for seven days. I, it came to my notice that some of our uh, members from Nigeria has arrived. I saw one in New Cross and the other one, Dickness Mary. Stand up, let's welcome Dickness Mary. You are very welcome, Dickness. That is one of my daughters in Nigeria. They have arrived for the Women of Royal Destiny Convention, and you'll be seeing them from Ireland coming in from tomorrow. And if these people can leave their nations to come to join us in the celebration of this conference, I believe that we who live in this country, we have no excuse, both male and female, young and old. When God is blessing us, you will not be found wanting. So I want to pray towards this and also make sure you really come. The meeting will start 7 prompt. And we start praying from quarter to 7 and by 7 prompt the choir will open the service. It is very, it is very, very um, an ideal time for all of us to come with a big, big barrel. Great expectation. And you will not be disappointed. Every night will be prophetic. And you know what? Prophetic does not work according to timing. I may be I may be asked to come in at the end of the message, but if when the message is going on, the unction came upon me, I will interrupt and I'll go on straight away. So you will you will you will make sure you don't miss any of the meeting. We're starting at seven, we are closing at nine every day. So that we can go back home and then come back the, the other day. May the Lord strengthen and bless you all. Pastor Debbie, please. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm sure we've been richly blessed. And I pray that the word that we have heard today will be stirred up in our spirits. And we will not sit on it. We will meditate on it. And we will be a doer of the word in the name of Jesus. Can I offering time? Blessing time. While we are preparing our offering, I want us to read the book of Genesis. Can you put Genesis chapter 4 from verses 3 to 4 on the screen for me, please? Hallelujah. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruit of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel brought fat portion, and that is our own portion. Amen. From some of the firstborn of his flock. 
the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. I pray that the Lord will look with favor on our offering. Hallelujah. For those of us who have been given our offering, we all know that we give towards the church in the church of um, church account. So I want us to put the account on the board. And for those of us who always bring our envelopes, please, on our way out, let's drop our envelopes in the Ark of Covenants where we normally put our offerings. And the Lord will bless you as you do that. Let's lift up our voice and begin to pray. I want us to pray for ourselves. Both of, every one of us are going to pray together. I want us to place your offering before the Lord and ask God that God I have brought this offering to you this is an offering that has been brought because you God has blessed me. You want to pray that the Lord God will bless this offering the Lord God will anoint our offering the grace of God will be multiplied upon our offering. Lift up your voice and begin to pray Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the privilege you have given us, O God, to come before your presence with our offering. We thank you, Lord, because we have not come here empty-handed, but we have come because you have blessed us, O God, from the fruits of of our offering today we have given unto you. We ask, O oh God, that heaven be open concerning our offering this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, O oh God, that good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, we may give unto our bosom in the name of Jesus. I pray for as many who have been in here, who are looking unto you, Father God, for jobs, opportunity. Father, we declare as this is our month, O oh God, of restoration, and also is the month that you promised that you will give us wonders untold. Lord, we are asking, O oh God, as we go in the course of this work, in the week, we ask, O oh God, that doors will be open unto us in the name of Jesus, that none of us will lack any good thing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for your blessings upon our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we rise up as we bring our offering to the Lord? We're going to declare that we're the head and not the tail. Amen. Amen. I am the head. I am the head. And I'm the tail. More than a I'm so 
indeed beyond the norm we are going higher and higher and higher indeed we can do all things through christ who strengthens us so we thank you lord for the door that is wide open before us in this new week we open we enter into this wide door in the name of jesus father god we thank you this is an holy offering that has been brought by your holy people let your holy fire descend from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice in jesus mighty name we are prayed amen shall we be seated please while i invite pastor tyler to take the announcement for us amen Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, is anyone joining us for the very first time today? If this is your first time with us, have I missed the announcement? No. I can see some smiles. I was wondering if Apostle had already done. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Is anyone with yeah, You're welcome. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Indeed, you're welcome to Christ's Faith Tabernacle, where the Lord is building overcomers for tomorrow. Thank you for being a part of today's service. We trust that you have been blessed. The ushers have given you a welcome pack. Please, within the pack, there is a form. We would like to invite you to please complete that form and return it to the ushers before you leave. Thank you very much for visiting. Please be seated. I'd like to also extend the same welcome to those who have joined us online today. Please send us an email to admin at cftchurches.org. Admin at cftchurches.org. Let us know the city and the nation you've joined us from. We trust you've also been thoroughly blessed. Well, it's not raining out there, so the announcements will be short. We had a long announcement today at at Bethesda because uh, it was raining. So give me the perfect excuse to hold on to the mic for long. You're saved because it's dry. Praise the Lord. This evening, we've got home group at 7, uh, and we'll be reflecting on the book of Jeremiah, chapters 31 to 44. And tonight as well, at 9 p.m., we'll be having our prayer and communion. Um, now, there are a few other announcements I'll skip, but one I'll pick up um, is Joanna. Joanna, there's an open day. Is, the clip, is, the, is that clip ready? Just in case there are last minute, there, there are a few last minute um, people we've managed to get interested. There's an open day for the Joannas. I don't want to speak too much or say too much about it. The clip should do all the. Are you ready for me? Clip, yeah. Tabernacle Churches, the Joanna Group warmly invites you to the Joannas Open Day. The group was inspired by Mummy Oma Williams in 2011 from the book of Luke chapter 8 verse 3. Joanna, the wife of Kuza, the manager of Harold's household, 
Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own needs. If you are a young lady aged 15 and over, keen to understand a bit more, why not join us at the Joanna's Open Day? The Joannas are young Christian ladies, trained to be strong in the Lord, grounded in His Word, and to serve in the house of our God. We, the Joannas, welcome congregants to the sanctuary. We provide hospitality to visitors to the church. We serve the ministers of God and the guests to the ministers. We provide great hospitality at official church events. We are indeed trained to serve with excellence and with finance. We learn continuously, both internally and externally, so that we can improve. All you have to do is to scan the QR code to register, just so that we can make the right arrangements for the day. We hope to see you there. It's not too late to join. I know it's 12.30, but we'll be slightly delayed because we're slightly overrunning. But please join if you'd like to be a part of the Joanna's and other departments. I think we'll all do clips as well, won't we? Because we need to be on a recruitment drive. Praise the Lord. So the Joanna's have shown us the way of excellence, of recruitment. So each Sunday, we'll have a recruitment drive for each department. How about that? Praise the Lord. Well, just before I invite Dick and Temi to give a quick announcement, and then there'll be a couple of other announcements. How many of us here booked in to attend the seminar yesterday, the business growth seminar, and did not attend? Don't put your hands up. If you booked in and you did not attend, don't put your hands up because I'm going to tell everyone off that did not attend. So I didn't want you to identify yourselves. Praise the Lord. That's why I said don't put your hands up. The only reason I'm saying that is this. Although we were oversubscribed, a number of people put down their names and may well have deprived others of the opportunity to come because we kept announcing that we were oversubscribed. There are different reasons why people may not have turned up on the day. But we would have expected a note to say that I'm no longer able to take up my place um, and could you please release it for others. So as a result of that, those who put down their names and did not give, a ski, uh, did not give an apology in advance, next time we have a free business seminar, you'll be automatically on the waiting list. Is that fair? Yes? But we had a terrific time yesterday. It was a terrific time. Those who were there yesterday, can I hear you say, yeah? Yeah. It was great. But you've got homework. I can tell you this. You've got homework. The homework you've got, if you don't start working on it, you'll become complacent. You'll forget about it. Start working on your business. Spend time each week set aside for working on your business. For those who are looking at me kind of thinking, what does he mean working on the business? We know, don't we? Okay, that's fine. So if you missed it, we didn't record it, sadly. Um, So we can't play it back. Um, But something else is in the offing, so Dick and Tammy, do you want to take the next one? 
Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, thank you. Um, so just very quickly, by the way, those who came yesterday, I hope you're already thinking about your critical success factors. Just in case you can't remember that, I think that's the biggest thing to take away. Um, so just very quickly, our pastor was just talking whilst he was preaching just now about giving back and using your gift to serve in the church. So we are planning to have a training session on mentoring. Um, and just to sort of give us a bit of um, overview on who would be interested in the mentoring training session, but also who wants to mentor as well. Um, the reason why we are um, doing this, obviously, is to ensure that if you do want to mentor people, you have all the tools, you have all the resources, and everything at your disposal so you can do that effectively. Um, I would copy Pastor Lizzie, and I got that from her, um, anointing that came down. Get ahead and give back. Um, that's where I got mine from. It's a great inspiration. So we all need to get ahead and give back. So we are planning to hold a mentoring training session in the church. I've just got a date from Apostle. It's going to be the 3rd of, um, <coughs> of November. I don't know why I'm losing my voice. Um, 3rd of November, and it's going to be a live training session. It would be here, not on Zoom. Um, Zoom is not effective. Um, yesterday was very, very effective in person. So it would be here in person, and as I said, it's to provide training, giving you understanding on tools and techniques that are required to be an effective mentor. Um, and what you require to um, effectively mentor the professionals as well. Um, and if you want to be a mentee as well, please feel free to scan that. Sorry, scan the barcode. It's going to take you literally three minutes so we can have the information, understand who those, those who want to be trained, so we ensure that we have um, the, the right level of facilities able to accommodate that. The other thing I would say very quickly is if you're a professional and you're very good in organizational development, professional development, and you're in CFT, church, please come and talk to myself or talk to Pastor Tyre. Um, we would like to utilize your skills on the day as well. Thank you very much and God bless. Finally, what's happening from tomorrow? The women of real destiny. I can only hear those on the stage. Hallelujah. Women of Royal Destiny Convention. Women in the kingdom. And you know the good thing about it? Men cannot be left out. Because within the women are men. Woo men. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So, all nursing fathers, get ready. We are going to be sitting nursing the babies in front, behind. And the women will be nursing the word in front. How about that? Now, if you suddenly don't turn up, we'll send a, an Uber cab to your home and bring you here and you'll pay for it. Because we've got to be here to be a part of what God is doing this week. And without much ado, just let me not do all the talking. Let's hear the clip, and then, of course, I'll welcome Pastor Fumi as well. ...to gather together and celebrate our 2022 International Women of Royal Destiny Convention, with a week full of activities beginning from Monday, the 24th of October. This group that God is telling me to to continue is not going to be women of 
uh, destiny, but going to be women of royal destiny. Then I said to God, why this word royal? God said, the women that is giving, that is going to give to me, I begin to teach them about nobility. Not just see themselves like ordinary, but see themselves as someone that the royal crown has been placed on their heads. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Women of Royal Destiny presents its 2022 theme, Women in the Kingdom. Women in the Kingdom, God is calling you to fulfill your appointment or your designed appointment or your mind. So we cannot sit that. What does it take to be in the Kingdom? It takes your whole life to be in the kingdom. So can I say to you, women in the kingdom, men in the kingdom, it's not an easy road. It's only Jesus that walks beside us. It's only Jesus that lightens the load. Join us for our convention week from Monday 24th to Sunday 30th October 2022. From Monday to Friday, our evening sessions will include a panel discussion with Reverend Omar and Apostle A.T.B. Williams, health talks, and a daily exhortation from our Word President and Founder, Reverend Omar Williams, and ending with our Thanksgiving Sunday service in our Royal Regalia. Hallelujah. Have I got volume? Yes. Thank you. Congratulations to all the women in the house on this 29th anniversary of the Women of Royal Destiny. Hallelujah. A 29-year-old woman is a woman. And so we have grown and we thank God for the vision that he gave our mom. It was planted and it is embedded in the bone marrow of CFT. And every woman who is in CFT is a woman of royal destiny. We will all achieve that royal destiny in Jesus' name. That crown, we will not lose. We will hold on to that crown until Jesus comes. I just want to remind us of some of the programs we're having this week. It's going to be great. God has been downloading to our mom every day. And every day throughout this week. Please, don't miss it. In fact, I want to encourage you. If you didn't listen to the message of the Women of Royal Destiny Thanksgiving service in Berlin, two week, in Bristol, I beg your pardon, two weeks ago, please check it on YouTube before you arrive tomorrow. So you get a sense of what you're going to receive during the course of this week. We start our programs every day, Monday to Friday at 11 a.m. with an hour of aerobic training. And I know that uh, Elder Balofin is not behind today, but some of you hopefully saw him uh, last week. He's our exercise champion. Remember, he's the Olympic champion trainer. So he's going to be here with Dickiness Maling, 11 to 12, every day, Monday to Friday. If you're in the neighborhood or you can make it, I said last week, if you can shift your lunch hour and move it to 11 to 12, be here. If you want to lose lockdown weight, be here. 11 to 12 every day here in the cathedral. And then at 12 and from 12, we have... Um, uh, these specialists who have come from Leeds. I told you last week that our mom shares every good thing that she 
finds out about, not just with people who are around her or her family, but her church family and everyone else she thinks she can be a blessing to. So she had this session on far infrared uh, uh, treatments for a host of issues. But what I gleaned from it, because I've spoken to the gentleman who runs this, is that for a lot of issues around circulation, sometimes you don't have good circulation to parts of your body. It actually causes other diseases. The doctors and nurses will know better, but um, general layman knowledge. Um, And so these pieces of equipment actually help with improving your metabolism, but also improving your blood circulation. And, you know, he shared with me about a couple of people when I spoke to him on Thursday, I think it was, after Sunday morning last week, about some of the impacts that it's had with different people. So I don't know what your circumstances are, but um, it can't be a bad thing. If you would like to participate, the links are going out today. You can book a slot before you enter into this, you will have a 30-minute session where they'll go through all the details, and then you can choose either to use this bucket, which is the one our mom talked about. She put her feet in there for about 25 minutes. One hour. Okay, we're having 25-minute slots um, for one hour, and I think you did it for two days. <clears throat> so we're having this for five days, one-hour slots. You'll be able to book a slot. You can either use the bucket where you just put your feet in, or you can use the house or the room. There's another photograph you have, which we had last week, which is the energy room. So there are two slots or two sessions that will go on at the same time. In privacy, though, so uh, you won't be exposed to each other. If you find the picture, if you can put it up for me, that would be great. So when you get the links, please book a slot. Uh, if you are interested, I told you last week she got a 67% discount. So uh, the sessions will cost you £10 uh, if you want to engage with this. <clears throat> and then at 6.45 in this house, prayers will begin. So from 6.45 to 7 o'clock, we'll be praying in the house, the intercessory prayers. Please don't assume that prayers are 6.45 so I can arrive at 7. Once the prayer starts, the meeting is open. The angels are already gathered here. And if we have made that time a time of uh, meeting, the Lord himself is already here. So prayers will start at 6.45. uh, And at 7 o'clock, we'll have our call to worship. We'll have our praise and worship. And then our mom will be ministering on Monday on our theme, Women in the Kingdom. And after that, we'll have prophetic manifestations by our father, Apostle A.T.B. Williams. On Tuesday, we will have uh, a session on preventing and managing diabetes. Touched on this yesterday and we'll have an opportunity to ask questions. And then we'll have prophetic manifestations by our father. Wednesday we have ministration again from our mom on women in the kingdom and prophetic manifestations. Don't miss any of these sessions. The other thing I was going to say before I get to the end of it is that we have, clo- we have a closing time. So don't assume that you can arrive at 8 and you still catch up, you know. If God says we are closing, then we've closed. On Thursday, we have an open session where you can ask any questions about real life issues. And the panel will be our mom and dad, Apostle and Reverend 
uh, uh, A.T.B. Williams. We'll be sitting here and they'll be taking questions. Before we get to Thursday, um, a Slido code would have been distributed. So hopefully you're all on our groups would have been distributed and you'll be able to ask your questions or post your questions ahead. But on the day, they will address questions that have been posted. And if there are, there's more time, they'll take other questions that come up within the auditorium. And after that, of course, our Father is going to bless us and we're going to work through prophetic manifestations. Friday is our Overcomers Night Vigil. Heaven will come down. And we will have ministration from our mom on women in the kingdom, as well as our father on prophetic manifestations. Sunday is our Thanksgiving service. Remember, this is our international convention. So our members have started arriving from our branches. Uh, our father introduced two from Nigeria and others start arriving progressively uh, over the course of the week, including our brethren from Birmingham and Bristol. On Sunday, our uniform as women of royal destiny for our Thanksgiving is cream or white attire. Now, if you've got something, please wear it. If you don't have, please don't go out of your way to put yourself under pressure. Come as you are. God sees us all, sees our heart, and it's not about what we are wearing. But we have a uniform, so if you've got cream or white, please wear it. And don't forget your gloves. We are women of royal destiny. And the Lord will bless you mightily in this week. Please come ex- and we all have an obligation to continue, to continue to pray concerning this convention. But before I leave, I think it would be great for us to hear from our mom, who is the president of the Women of Royal Destiny, Reverend Pioma Williams, as she makes her way here to have a quick word with us before we continue proceedings. Praise the Lord! Jesus! Praise Master Jesus! Hallelujah! My heart is stirred with a noble message. Women in the kingdom, we can't wait for tomorrow. Can I advise you to kindly invite as many, many, many more people to be in this auditorium? We don't want to be selfish. Both male and female, God created us. So I want all our husbands to encourage us. Maybe you are here as well to help us, to support us, so that when we look back, we know that as we rest our back, there are some people supporting us and cooling us down. So we want to see you, young, young, younger ones, girls, even babies in the womb, I want you to come as well, amen? Because they will, as the only ghost start to move, they will leap for joy. Amen, hallelujah. We want to know the reason why you are in the kingdom. People don't know the reason why they come to church. People, the apostle says so much this morning, especially at the New Cross Church. The reason why you are in church is not just to come every Sunday, just carry your bag, I want to go and enjoy my lunch. No, 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 no. To do business with Jesus. And when you begin to have great experience of walking along with Jesus in ministry, you begin to see the light of God shining through your life. So these are some of the things that we are going to look through throughout this week. Women in the kingdom, that you are light in the kingdom. You want to shine forth your light and reflect him like never before. And if you're in a kingdom and you don't know the rules and regulations, there is always a problem. There are many women that are in their husband's kingdom. They don't know the rules and regulations of marriage, so they get into a problem. The next thing you see is that they divorce. 
that's not going to be a portion. You are in the church of God. You don't know the reason why you are in the church of God. Then at the end of the day, you are failing. It's like I'm fed up of that church. Uh, that church does, I don't like them. The man of God, I don't know. What's up? No, you don't do things like that. But when you know the reason why you are in the kingdom, there is nothing that can move you. And this is all what we are coming to here throughout next week. Principles of the kingdom, laws of the kingdom, orderliness in the kingdom, both the kingdom. You know, I'm, go, I'm not going to, I'm not going to share those messages. I'm going to start from tomorrow. So don't hesitate to be here tomorrow. And if you, if I will advise that you get here from 6:30. I want to see this place glorified. Hallelujah. And I want to see you put some tapes. You know, those beautiful tapes that can be singing, singing, singing. When people come, they are in the mood of joy. You know, I want to see people clapping, shouting, jumping, and doing great, glorious things from that tomorrow. And as you have, as you have said, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. So we don't want to we want to play as well throughout the day. We want to treat our body well. We want all those muscles to be in shape. We want all those there, you know. The men too can come. And I said to you, I, I came across this man in, uh, in Leeds. And this man, I just heard about it. I said, no, 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 I want to try it for my legs. You can see the way I'm carrying my legs. You know, everything, this, the moment I used it like this, it was so lovely. I stayed one hour. So, and I stayed two days. We didn't pay 10, 10 pounds, although my own, I got it free of charge. Amen. It's a grace. Hallelujah. So the man, then I said, the man said it's 25 pounds. That another person did theirs for three days and he gave that, uh, he gave that person discount. The one, the house. The house one, you pay more than 50 pounds. So you don't do it for only one day. You come another time to do about three sessions you need, or minimum of two sessions. So I had two sessions. And I tell you, my body as well, I've been carrying my body very well, and I've been trying to do exercise as well. I didn't depend only on that machine. And I've been calling God to also help me. Amen. So we put all together. We are a church. And we must not shy away from the things. A lot of people, people are too busy with their work and everything. And you don't look after yourself. You don't treat yourself. You just see some people shining, their face shining. You don't know that it takes a, a, a little bit of scrubbing to scrub your face. All those pimples that are standing and coming up. It takes some sauna. You have to go into this. So we have not brought this to you in the house. It's not going to cost so much money. I told you, 10 pounds per session. So if you want to do three sessions, that's 30 pounds. You can't do it for that one day. You can book another day and come and relax yourself. I believe you have all been blessed. So from, and, and when we come back on Sunday, guess what? Don't you see how beautiful we look in that picture? We are going to come in our attire, the, the white. So, but if you don't have white, please come and be blessed. Invite your friends. Send text messages. All these things, I think you, you can send it around. Send text messages to your friends, to people. Just come. Come and celebrate with us. A lot of you, when it's your birthday, you know how to invite people. You know how to make sure that you are on their door knocking. And even when they are sleeping the night, you send text. Don't miss it. You know, I want you to be at my birthday. Make sure you, you come. Make sure, you, know, you know how to do it so that the food that you cook will not be wasted. And Jesus is cooked. Great is cooking. He's still cooking now. And he will continue to cook until the last Sunday. So I want you to come and eat of the abundance that God has made provision for us for. So the Lord will bless you as you're obedient to these words. And it shall be well with us. Like I said, I want to see all our men as well. 
both male and female, God created them. You know, some of this, I don't want to mention any nation. Some of there's a nation that is coming and say, women only, boys see this. But no, 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 no. Both male and female, God created them. As the husband is hearing, the wife is hearing. So when they get home, they'll be able to know how they can be in that their kingdom. Charity begins from home. So they will know how to live together as husband and wife. Then you come and demonstrate it in the church. And the Lord will bless you because of your listening ears and the cool heart with which you are receiving them. God bless you. Amen. I call on Apostle to close us. Amen. Up girls. Mama na. Mama. Amen. <laughs> now mama give back to papa. Amen. Wow. Well, we have a special thanksgiving today by Sister Ruth Ogugu. And we are going to celebrate with her. As I will tell Sister Ruth to go to the back and let me see that kind of dance. The dance, um, it's birthday you are doing, isn't it? Sister Ruth, the thanksgiving is... What is it? Your birthday. Uh-huh. Today is your birthday. That's exactly. What is the birthday you are doing? It's a round figure. All right. Now, today is that birthday. I'm sure that women of Red Destiny will show to me that they are one, isn't it? So, Sister Ruth, you can go and dance, come. And they will follow you. All the trail will follow you. Can you see the beautiful children that God has given to her? Amen. And we are going to really praise God with Sister Ruth. Amen. No, you can go. They can, they can join you. Everybody will join you. And they will go. Yes. No, they, da- they dance in their party. They will dance in church party. Amen. I will come and join you to dance that kind of, you know, dance that the young ones are dancing today. Oh, Lord.
The Bible says in the book of Psalm 90 verse 12, teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know, every day we spend on earth, we are not very conscious that we are growing older, until one day when you hit the bar and you discover you are 50. And then, while you are still thinking about that, suddenly you become 60. It seems as if the clock is wanting to go faster. While you are still thinking that, what? You are 70. And then, 80 is knocking on the door. For every life you spend, the God who gave the life is worthy to be praised. Because if you know how to thank God for what God has done, then God will know how to bless you for what is yet to come. And that's the reason why Psalmist says, Teach me, O Lord, to number my days aright. Every third time that we, we, look, we do our birthdays, we reflect the past. And your past is volume. Everybody, you will have a lot to write about your past. But we thank God that in the midst of everything, God was God with us. He is the one who has brought us to this very time that we are. And Sister Ugugu, Sister Ruth Ugugu, I, I know of her heart when she first joined CFT. And I know her prayer, just one prayer. And I see that the prayers have been answered. <laughs> amen and amen. And we thank God for the children that came out of your womb. Amen. Look at how beautiful they are. Amen. As they are looking at me so. Amen. <laughs> I thank God for them. I really thank God for them. We bless God for you, darling. Let me pray with you. And our God and our King. Are there not ten lepers that were healed? But only one came to give thanks. And to the one that came to give thanks, the Lord said, You are made whole. Thank you for your daughter, for the life she has spent. Thank you for her heart for you. Thank you for her offspring. Thank you for her generation downline. It is written, 
My spirit upon you and my word in your lips will not depart from your mouth and the mouth of your children and your descendants. Lord, we thank you that it is so with this, our sister. And Lord, as her name is Lord, let glory be made manifest over her. May you remember your past and have cause to give God the praise. As you look forward to years to come, you will go from glory to glory. You will go from strength to strength. You have had God answered your prayers. He will bring to completion all your desires. Over your life, over your children, over your offspring in the name of Jesus. The whole of your generation will serve the Lord. Their position will not be vacant in the household of God. Your children shall be established as pillars in the household of God. Your generation down land grandchildren and children to come out of your loins we can't we carry the candlestick of Christ to the ends of the earth. There will be light in the midst of darkness. And the Lord before your eyes will grant all your petitions over all your household in the name of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I anoint you today in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. May grace be multiplied over you. And may the Lord raise helpers of destiny concerning you that will lift up your hand. All what you have in heart to fulfill in the house of God, in calling, in ministry, shall be granted. The Lord will empower you from above. He will surround you with the glory of His presence. Yours will be fulfilled land. So shall it be for you. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you. The sickness that attack human bodies as they grow older shall be far from you. Because it is written, Moses was one twenty years old and his eyes did not grow dim. At the age of 85, Caleb said, give me my portion. And he led an army to take his destiny. As you age, you go stronger. The hand of God upon your kidney and liver and, and, and heart. The hand of God upon your intestine and guts and body. The cells of your body will respond to whole health. So shall it be for you. And you will see delightful days or the day of your life. In Jesus' anointed name. Lord, I present this offering before your altar. And say this is a holy offering that is brought by a holy daughter. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. May this be a memorial offering for you before the presence of the Most High. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen and amen and amen. I will lift up your name.
let me tell you a good news from heaven. You are entering into the week of power. As you enter this week, you will encounter favor from heaven. Everywhere you go, the presence of God will go with you. Let me tell you, the one who made the way in the high in the sea, the one who caused the waters to congee just by the pointing of a rod, as you point your finger in direction of destiny, the glory of heaven will part the way for you. What you have been expecting, the news, the good news you have been expecting that has been delayed, in this very week it shall come to pass. I say heaven will rescue you. Heaven will rise up for the course of your life. By the end of this month, which is Friday next week, that we are having Holy Ghost Convention, you will have a testimony. Your mouth shall be filled with laughter and your tongue with songs of praise. So shall it be for you and so it is. In Jesus' name we are praying. If anybody is going through tension in your office, I command ease into that office. In Jesus' holy name. Now, shall we stretch our hands before the Lord and let me pronounce the blessings of God upon you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May God remember all your labor and sacrifices and may the Lord accept your bond offering from you. May God give you all the good desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. You will shout for joy in this week when you are victorious. You will be victorious in every battle. And we will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. And may he grant your petitions. May the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, May he tabernacle with you and open your eyes to the realm of the spirits. May he turn your dreams to visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Shall we read together the grace as in Hebrew 13, 20 and 21. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. There shall now we read general grace, yes. Say general grace, somebody. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow you. Amen. Blessing our uh, closing him. There shall be shouts of blessing. They will fall in your house.
you to rest according to our confession. God bless you. Please be seated. The ushers will lead you out. Can I ask that the multimedia, all the team, just wait for me for a few minutes. And Elder Charles, can you meet me with the multimedia, please? You can park your cameras and meet us up. Camera crew. Let's go.